you know, we are fresh off an appearance at Turn's Wedding, all three of us, Ooh. where I do want to say we were three of the most solid dancers there. I do just want to say. We put on a show. McCarty, can I get a few of your moves from the dance floor this past weekend? Can I see uh, what you know, the people at home would like to see how you were dancing at Turn's Wedding, DMAC? Uh, That's me. That's not well, you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Back to the aerial camera. Oh, you want me to go aerial? Yeah, yeah. Back to the aerial camera. And I, did, I would like have to. Few, like a few. Yeah. Well, you, know, you were doing a lot of this. Uh, yeah. lot of this. I would need about this. three drinks to get into oh, that mood again right now. I think you had three too many drinks at Turns Wedding no, this past week. I was doing the heartbeat. Oh, the heartbeat. Yeah, I like. Yeah. How about mom busted out the Britney Spears? Oh, My yeah, wife yeah. Amber was. We had a great time. It was good. Congratula- turn. Congratulations to our little boy, Turn, and his wife, Tara, who is now officially part of the Dirt on Dirt family. Their wedding was this past weekend. They're on their honeymoon right now, which is cutting it a little close to the World 100, guys, if I'm going to be honest. Derek, what did I tell you 10 years ago when I hired you? You cannot miss the World 100. Do not miss the World Especially 100. Especially World Week. World be- Week, two oh. World 100s. Turn is going to be back, but Turn could be a re- cutting it a little close for my taste. They might not let him back in. That is true. I wouldn't let Turn in, would you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. We need him. We need him. All right. This is your video cast for my favorite racing weekend weekend of the entire year. We are recording this on Tuesday, August 31st, which is the final day of August as we head into Labor Day weekend around America. And Derek, there will be no arguments about this. There will be no disagreements. There will be no debates. There'll be no anything. I don't care what anybody else says. Labor Day weekend is the Best racing weekend in America, isn't it? Into the terms, actually, I'll say it like Mike Norris, no doubt about it, <laughs> as he says a lot during the Eldora broadcast. Yeah, especially growing up because the Prairie Dirt yeah. was always on Labor Day. People in that town got jacked up for Labor Day weekend. The first 23 years of that event was, you know, dedicated for that weekend. And then also when I started at Dirt on Dirt, I got to go, got to, go to the Hillbilly 100. So it's pretty cool to see all the different region special shows that weekend. And like every single year, there's just a zillion of them. It seems yeah. like more and more keep getting added. We have a forty thousand dollar to win <laughs> race this weekend and a fifty thousand dollar to win race weekend. Like I don't think ten thousand dollars even exist anymore. Well, Michael. and that's the thing. Like we 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 well, this is a different debate for different shows. I check something on the schedule real quick. Yeah. Well, no, Tyler County. Are you talking because thirty is uh, Tyler County's only thirty oh, this weekend. Okay, right? thirty. They, they, they upped it to fifty. I was like, you said that. Yeah, and I'm like, Wait I was pumping. Did Carl? Did Carl lose his mind and added another twenty grand to that? That's why I was checking the schedule. Well, it was a twenty grand. Crate race, so that equals yes, 50. Yes, 20, 30, 50. Yeah. We do need to talk about that at some point, that the feel of a 10,000 to win show is kind of a little bit, right? It just doesn't have as much umph. But anyway, alongside Derek Kessinger, I'm Michael Rigsby in the Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing Studios. And as I mentioned, Labor Day weekend preview coming up in the next half hour, 45 minutes with Dustin Jarrett. His DJ joins us to talk all things Labor Day weekend. We're going to keep this video cast maybe a little bit shorter than normal. We've got the world's 100s next weekend, and we have to leave on Monday and Tuesday for that. So we will be recording the world preview video cast this week, uh, including our media roundtable. So this video cast will be a little zippier as we catch up and preview Labor Day weekend, uh, weekend with DJ. We will update our wins draft. I think Derek is still in the lead. DMAC, Dustin McParty. He's dead. As I called him. Put a fork in past him. Weekend. Put a fork in him. Yeah. He's a distant third. I'm six feet under He right is now. six feet under. We'll, we'll discuss that as well. Uh, and, but first and foremost, Derek, before we before we get to anything else, and I'm going to win that wins draft, by the way. There is no doubt in my you mind. You gained zero. 
traction uh, this it, last it's, weekend. It's a matter of time. Rusty starts picking off Attica victories. Okay. Uh, well, this past weekend, we had two, or we were supposed to have two. We had one. One got rained out. $30,000 to win shows this past weekend. The Outlaws and Lucas Bose, Davenport and Port Royal. There was some other stuff going on as well. Derek, give me a couple of nuggets and notes from this past weekend. I mean, the first thing is summer national drivers are the best drivers. <laughs> I mean, you have the number one driver in the country down in Georgia getting whooped, not really whooped, by Ashton Winger, who, of course, had a great summer nationals, winning six races on that tour. I thought that was pretty cool to see him go back to his home track to hold off the nation's number one driver in Brandon Overton. That was a big-time win for him, even though it was less money than he's won at the summer nationals. When's the last time he even raced down there? I couldn't even remember. He's been up here in the north since the dream, so it's been about 800 days. But, uh, yeah, Ashton Winger definitely in the running for the most improved drivers. And right now he's like seventh or eighth in the poll, so if he gets another big win – Big race at Sonoya. Maybe he can, you know, creep up in there in the top five. And, uh, I mean, we got to talk about this. It's the most thing that was talked <laughs> on social media, the Pierce and Madden incident. Um, Pierce is always in the center of attention of that sort of thing. He said it was a racing deal. A lot of other people, like messages, message keyboard warriors, said it was not. But, once again, Pierce in a circle of controversy, well, he, I think. I, think it, I don't think – do I think he meant to dump him on purpose? No, but he dumped him, right? I mean, I think yeah. we can all agree. He, he, he just ran into the back of Chris yeah. Madden and took him out, whether it was intentional or not. Um, a lot of people think Bobby's – you know, I see it a lot. People say he's a dirty driver. I don't I don't think he's dirty. I think he's aggressive. But, yeah, he, he dumped Chris Madden on Saturday night, right? Intentional or not, that, that one's on Bobby. Of all the shenanigans that he's been a part of with, like, the Pierce Posse versus the Nation – I would say that was probably one of the worst incidents that made it look like that he took him out on purpose. Obviously, I've talked to Bobby plenty of times throughout the years on the Summer Nationals. I don't think he really meant to Either do way, it. Either way, it's on him, though. It's that, a, oh, that, for that, sure. That it's is on him, on him what happened on him Saturday for sure. night. Yeah. Chris Madden had a funny tweet when he had, like, the zipper yeah. emoji. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say yeah. it. We're in second, stuff like that. But, yeah, and then also, glad Garrett Alberson's okay. Oh, I thought uh, holy cow. that was, like, one of the best photo sequences we've had yep. in a while for a flip. It just seemed like... That car was like 25 feet in the air, looked like with, like, I think Fager looked like he was driving like underneath the Jetsons. at the time. I had, it, it did, did look, look like, like the, the Jetsons. Jetsons. Yeah. I, I had a, a couple of family members, Derek, reach out to me and say, like, was, literally, was that real? Was that photo yeah, real? Yeah, it looked I, fake. I, I, it looked really it, fake. It was, how high do you think he was off the ground? I mean, at least over 10 feet. Oh, I mean, he was I, flipping. I was going to say 17. McCarty, yeah. what do you think? 15, 16, 17 feet off the ground, yeah. I think. I'd say, yeah, we were 10 to 15 feet in that range. Yeah. That was wild and then also a quick note i think devin moraine's proving to mccarty he should have picked him at the wind strap <laughs> well, we're gonna have cover that later you have more yeah. on moraine we're gonna too, cover so. we're gonna cover yeah. that later that was my notes uh good notes i've got a couple too and by the way the ashton winger one is so good because i just i was like oh yeah he's from georgia i forgot about yeah. that that he actually he's an illinois there. guy in the summer uh devin moran he matched his career best ever payday of thirty thousand dollars derek the other race that he won as i pull up a text from him i want to read the other race he won 30 and derek what is it bristol no. Or that 25? Yeah. No, Prairie Dirt. No. Yeah, I was like, Derek, I was very yeah. disappointed in you if you didn't know that. So, uh, But he won his second um, $30,000 to win race. He matched his career-high payday, and he sent a text to me, and I want to read it, and I should have had this up a little bit sooner. He said, I said, hey, man, nice job. I said, the quarter mile's badass. Great job this week. And he said, yes, it is. I'm just trying to be an Illinois bad boy stepson. Are we allowed – Are even though the race was in Iowa, I think he means because it was a black dirt quarter mile. Are we allowing Devin into the fraternity? I said, we will welcome him. Okay, you in. he can come in, but if he wins the World 100, it counts as Illinois. <laughs> so okay. we, need more, we need more crown jewel wins for the Illini State. Where so. does Davenport rank, by the way, pound for pound raciest tracks in America? Dustin will join us in a minute. He's going to tell you it's number one. It's a top five, right, probably? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they had that 
Friday night was clunker very good, on Friday, yeah. but yeah. yeah, anytime you go there, photo finishes, great racing, slide jobs, no walls around the place. Yeah. I mean, I've seen so many close finishes as we saw last year a couple times, but yeah. Davenport's making its name for itself, and I'm glad they had a good weekend up there. Uh, on the Port Royal front, Hudson O'Neill actually won his second consecutive Lucas Oil race because he'd won Batesville, and then he won the first night at Port Royal. It's the first time he'd ever won two Lucas races in a row, Derek, which I thought was interesting. I think that team with Roger Sellers, not this year, in the next two or three years, will be in heavy contention for a championship. And I think he can win a title with that team. If I really he's do. on that team, he's learning how to be smooth. I think that package they got going on down there in Tennessee – it's been working very well for him. And I was kind of looking, but I couldn't really find it. Besides, like, Jonathan Davenport and maybe Tim McCready, like, what Lucas Oil regular has won back-to-back -back victories? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, you have Brandon Overton, but he's not a regular. Not I think regular, Hudson right? O'Neill, but, like, yeah. maybe, yeah, looking up this year, it hasn't been really anybody. I guess Tyler Herb did yeah. July 21st, 22nd. So, so not, it doesn't happen too often no. besides those first two we named. Tip of the hat but. to Roger Sellers and Huddy and that team. Uh, he's not even 21, is I he? I know. I don't think he is. is I he think Derek? his birthday is, like, soon. I think it's so, like, too. He's either yeah, – if he, I think, you know, the name O'Neill McCarty has been around so long and Hudson's been around so long. Yeah. You forget, like, holy shit, this kid's really young still. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a lot of years ahead of him in racing, guys. Oh, yeah, he's – Phenomenal talent. I'm glad he's a younger generation to keep this sport going, moving forward. And I don't know. I think he could be one of the dark horses for the World 100 next week. And obviously here at the Hillbilly, he can maybe win another big-time payday. The second night at Port Royal, I'll get to McCready's win in a second. But I wanted to read the guys inside the top ten, right? Michael, this was the second night at Port Royal. This is in order inside the top ten after the first few cars. Mike Norris, Michael Norris, Spencer Hughes, Ross Robinson, Trevor Feathers, Colton Flinner, and your guy, Derek, Gary Stuhler, who I know you love. How about that? Norris, Hughes, Robinson, Feathers, Flinner, Stuhler. That is a mix of human beings right there. I, I just, I really love to see interesting guys inside the top 10 like that, Derek. Yeah, and most of those guys besides, uh, or up, up in that area, they always run big on those half miles. Cool to see Spencer, Spencer Hughes, right, other right, than Spencer, right. which, by the way, that guy's been fast all year long since he's been in that ride. And uh, also, he's a pretty good golfer. I wouldn't he say that hit, to Perry Dirt, but he, he hits bombs. He hits bombs. So I, I'm not surprised he can wheel it at a big half mile that's if he can hit bombs like that. Seventh place through 12th place. Yeah, For whatever reason, cool I just checked see. the results, and I'm like, that's a neat mix, this guy from down south with all these really good mid-Atlantic guys. And then also, uh, Michael Chilton won another five-figure payday, Derek. Uh, Ali Callis is pumped. At the Harold Hargrove Memorial. And how about this top ten? Chilton, Rice, Gilpin, Linville, Tanner English, Scott James, Jensen Ford, Jared Hawkins, Chris Combs, Josh Putnam. I could tell you where that happened. I say, yeah, it's a kind of a, a Kentucky track. But again, that is a solid regional field for 10,000. I love that top 10, too. I would have said like 201 or some track <laughs> there. At. Just in that general area, those are just the guys that will be representing the World 100 next week, that little area of uh, Kentucky, West Virginia, Ohio area. They always have good races out there, and Lake Cumberland proved, you know, it's a pretty good racetrack, and we uh, they're on the road to Eldora this past week and uh, sh show off their stuff a little bit. Last note I have before we get to DJ, Tim, Tim McCready uh, wins the, the second night at Port Royal. Of course, the finale was rained out. McCready's lead now, 51-45 in the Lucas points, JD at 49-35. That's a 210-point lead. Is it over? Yes. You think I so? said last week that Tim McCready was not going to get beat by Jonathan Davenport, and yeah. I think maybe this – I don't know. Well, JD, where's he going to go? Second weekend, third weekend I, in September? I have been told that he will be at Knoxville, that All he right. will not be in Texas. He will we be can at still Knoxville. start a little rumor, man. But I think it'd be interesting to see what happens here with. I just think Tim McCready is just too consistent. 
barring that he has like two horrible nights where he like blows up or flips or something, I think he's just too consistent where he's going to be in the top 10 every single night. That is a wrap on our, yep. and I, I think, I still think it's going to get close. I don't, McCready is the favorite. I still think he gets within 50 points before the season. I mean, over, JD's, so. uh, I think he's concentrating on these crown jewels yeah. more than winning that, but it'd be a nice bonus if you can make a little run at it because that one year we had at PRP, we had three or four guys battle, and that was pretty fun to see. So that is a quick wrap on this past weekend as we turn our attention to the Labor Day weekend ahead. And before Dustin Jarrett joins us to preview Labor Day weekend, Let's take a look at the weekend slate. We do this on every video cast. Anything with a red F, the Flow logo is live on Flow. But look at all this. You got you kicking the weekend off, Derek. Forty-eight hours from now, forty thousand dollars to win on a Thursday night at Cherokee in the Rock Galt Memorial. That's rescheduled from earlier in the year. What a way to kick the weekend off. I mean, if you want some monies on a Thursday night, head down to Cherokee, and that was the one that got rained out, like you said earlier in the springtime. I think Brandon Shepard and Jimmy Owens. Uh, both won the prelim yep. nights there. I don't know if it counts from what you did that weekend or is I believe, it a whole complete I believe show. It is. So I believe it is. Lucas is off, so all those guys will be, be able to go down there. I know J Davenport was there earlier in the year, so yep. it's a great way to kick off Labor Day weekend. And you've got – I mentioned you can watch that on Flow. Cherokee, you can watch on Dirt Vision Live on Thursday night. Friday, Bedford, ULMS, uh, 12,000 to win Friday at Bedford, the Labor Day 55 Classic. Like you said, Derek, just a random 12,000 thrown in there. Livonia picks the Outlaws action back up, that Charlie Size Memorial on Friday. Friday, and the Yankee Dirt Classic, a longtime Iowa tradition that is on Friday and Saturday as well. There's three pages. Let's keep rolling through them here. Did you have to go there one year instead of Todd's wedding? I did. I, oh, I wasn't invited to Todd's oh, wedding. Okay. Despite just, I love great, bringing it despite back Despite being up. great friends, I was yeah. not invited to the wedding. Portsmouth there. I mean, my entire life, Portsmouth has been racing on Labor Day weekend. The River Days Rumble by Pepsi, 15,000 to win. Falls on Saturday night for 10,000 to win. That's live on flow, as is Port Royal on Saturday. And that Renninger Memorial, 63-33 uh, to win. And over 5000 for the Limiteds, too. Outlaws wrap their weekend up at Bulls Gap on Saturday for the annual Scorcher, which is in August. And how about this, Derek? Like you mentioned, a $20,000 to win crate race at Chris Martin's Cochrane Motor Speedway. Twenty grand on Saturday and Sunday for crates. I mean, if you're a race fan anywhere in the country, I want, to, I want somebody to tweet me. Maybe DJ, we can ask him. What would yeah. be if you had unlimited funds? Going from Thursday all the way to Monday. Your perfect road trip. Perfect road yeah. trip. If you had unlimited funds, maybe a private jet, I would like to see uh, some people. So tweet at us. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll ask DJ when he's yeah. on the air in a minute. And to the final uh, set here on Saturday and Sunday, Merritt also having a $10,000 to win race. Sunday, Derek, like you mentioned, maybe the most iconic Labor Day weekend race of them all, the Hillbilly 100 at Tyler County Speedway for $30,000 to win in Carl Short's event. Eldora on Sunday, the annual pre-World 100 Sunday That will event. have a lot of cars. That will do pretty well I know Devin Moran and them are going up there, and they're just going to stay all week. Uh, the Buddy Rogers Memorial at Taz, which uh, which is on, on Sunday as well, and Magnolia Motor Speedway, $3,000 to win, three-day Cop Cams event that is capped on Sunday. Derek, a very, very busy weekend. As you can see, it's a large number of races. It's important races, and we need an important guy to talk about all of that. Joining us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline is the human being who likes racing more than anyone on the planet, Derek. It's DJ Dustin Jarrett. DJ, I'll ask you the same first question or make the same first statement I made to Derek. I say Labor Day weekend is the best racing weekend of the year, and it's not close. Am I right, Dustin? Uh, yes. Yeah. You, you know, I would love to disagree with you, Michael. There's nothing I enjoy more than disagreeing with you, but, uh, but I can't, it's, uh, it, it really is. And, and, you know, to, and to Swab's point, um, I mean, hell, who needs a private jet to, to, you know, fly to all these races when I just put like 1400 miles on a rental car in three days this past weekend. So, 
there is there's an opportunity for a lot of road trips there. Um, look, we've got we've got 11 different super late model races paying over 10 grand this weekend. Uh, so just I mean, starting with Thursday with that with that big 40,000 to win Outlaws show at Cherokee, and then of course wrapping it up uh, pretty much uh, with that 30,000 dollar to win Hillbilly. So it's it's a lot of things, guys. It's it's the big races this weekend. It's the it's the regional flair. I think that that these pockets that you see. And then for me as a kid growing up, like growing up so close to the Hillbilly hundred back in the Pensboro days, it was always kind of like the bow on, yep. on the present, like for summer, you know, like you've had all these big races throughout the summer and then you kind of wrap it up with Labor Day weekend. And then dessert was just the, the world 100 the following weekend. But uh, it, I think it's all of those reasons for me that kind of make Labor Day weekend the very best weekend in racing. And, and you're right, Michael, I don't think it's close. Shame on me too. I should have mentioned that you can watch the Lucas races on Math TV plus this weekend. I had that note. I didn't want him to think I was leaving him out. So dirt vision for the outlaw, all the flow events and Map TV Plus for the Lucas stuff. Uh, DJ, you, you know, heard Derek and I run through the slate. Just generally, what jumps out to you about this year's schedule on Labor Day weekend when you look at it? Well, I, I think it's the same thing that I just mentioned, to be honest with you. It's the fact there are so many um, $10,000 plus races, and it, it honestly it concerns me a little bit, guys, that there, there are so many big or bigger races this year on Labor Day weekend that some of these really, really good five and, and $6,000 to win shows might get lost in the mix a little bit. I, I, I hope that doesn't happen because, um, I mean, honestly, so many of these things are so regionalized and, and they are so big to their areas that I, I don't think it's going to get lost in the shuffle of things. And I think kind of to toot our horn a little bit, we do such a good job covering them as well that I don't think they're going to get lost in the shuffle. But the fact that there is, there is not just so much racing going on this weekend, but so many big races happening this weekend when you really step back and look at it. I mean, when you, when you look at that dirt on dirt, that schedule page, when you go down by the month and you look at all the events coming up this weekend, it's, it's kind of staggering just to step back and look at it, you know? Well, you know, one thing that you keep hitting on, and this is, I think, Dustin, this is why you and I click so well, is you hit on something that I think is important, and I have it here in quotes in my notes, regional feel. Labor Day weekend yeah. has this, like, each region carves its thing out. The Hillbilly 100 is the Ohio Valley's big show. Central Illinois has always had, the PDC used to be on this weekend. They still have that Farmer City Fairbury stuff. Pennsylvania, that Port Royal, Bedford area, they've got stuff. Upper Midwest and the Dakotas and Minnesota, shit, for some of those tracks, it's the last time they race this year flush that out a little bit for me dj go through kind of each region for me if you could just add a little flavor and a little thought to it well i you know it, it, you're exactly right it's these things for some of these events they they might be as we said you know four five six thousand whatever dollars to win but but it is the icing on the cake for a lot of these regions yeah when you look at the mid-atlantic for example i i love this ulmf weekend that they've carved out with bedford and port royal and sealand's grove and you touched on it earlier but i mean there's a lot of money on the line right there guys it's 12 grand at bedford on friday night that that Renninger memorial at port is like 63 33 and then Grove on sunday is five thousand dollars to win that's a really nice little swing for somebody to do um but you get on down kind of towards the south or southeast in tennessee in the tennessee georgia area chris tilly's iron man series has got some really good stuff going this weekend with boys mount hey, mountain view guys first super late model race in the history of uh, yeah. mountain view speedway that's cool Taswell, and, and then i don't know if you guys saw but chris tilly is actually giving it one driver can sweep the whole weekend 
He's giving him a $5,000 cash bonus, which, which would put the entire winner's uh, totals for the weekend up to like $23,000 plus. So I think that's kind of cool. Uh, and then one other little region that I'll hit on as well that we haven't really talked about yet. I think you mentioned it on the on the full screen there, Michael. But uh, don't sleep on these uh, on these uh, dirt car shows up in Michigan this weekend. Tri-Cities got 6000 to win on Friday. And then that two, uh, that two-day $10,000 uh, twin show at Merritt as well. Again, Michigan's been doing really, really well with car counts here the last few years. They've got some really strong runners up there. And, and on any given night, I mean, there's 8, 10, 12 different guys that have a chance to win. Um, you could see some guys like Rusty Schlink and some others go up there for one or both of those shows. I think both of those have an opportunity to, to be really, really good shows this weekend as well. But, but bringing this back full circle again, as you mentioned, Michael, for some of these areas and some of these regions, I mean, this is the last opportunity they get to race or it's the last big show that, that they have. So it's one of these deals where everybody comes out, it's an extended weekend, everybody camps, everybody parties, and, and it just kind of puts a bow on what's been a great summer. I know that you'll be at the Hillbilly 100 this weekend. Lucas, of course, has two shows this weekend, Portsmouth Raceway Park on Saturday, Hillbilly 100 on Sunday at Tyler County. Assess where we are in this Lucas Oil Points Championship is we head into the home stretch of the season. Derek said it's over. He said McCready's got it. JD, pack it in. Uh, I'm paraphrasing a little. I think it'll get close again. What do you think? Yeah, I I think it'll get close again as well. But um, you know, Davenport's been a little closer. I mean, he had it down to about 150 points or so at one time, and I think it's 210 right now. Um, and here's the other thing too. I, I got a, I got a bone to pick with you, Michael, that goes along with this. Now you. You said earlier you think it's going to be, you know, here in the next two or three years, you think that Roger Sellers and, and Hudson O'Neill and that Double Down Motorsports team are going to be contenders. I think they're contenders right now. I mean, <laughs> Huddy's third in points. Uh, he's only 15 points behind Davenport for second, and, and he's only 225 out of first. I think they're contenders right now. And, again, no. when, when you step back and look at – uh, the fact that this deal just came together during the off season, it's not even a year old. That's, that's pretty damn good. I mean, that, that's really damn good. So I, I do agree with you that they're going to be contenders here uh, for the next few years, but I think they're contenders right now as well. The other thing I'll say about the Lucas oil points is that uh, maybe not a lot of folks pay attention beyond the top few, but we've actually got a really great battle between like six, seven, eight guys there from fourth on back. They're only separated by about 400 points or so from Bronson all the way back to uh, Josh Richards in ninth place. Those guys seemingly uh, shuffle positions after about every race. It gets hard to keep up with. But that's kind of a, an entertaining battle to keep your eyes on, too. The crazy thing, and I mentioned the Hillbilly 100 is on, on Sunday, that people don't appreciate it. It's really the original crown jewel, right? It actually predates uh, every crown jewel in America, predates the World 100. Uh, it's a big deal for people in that area, isn't it? People don't really, if you're not from the Ohio Valley, uh, Tyler County, you know, Hibley 100 is kind of, it's a big freaking deal in that area. Try to, as somebody who's from that area, DJ, try to express that for us if you could. Oh, I mean, it's, well, you hit on it when you said that it's the original crown jewel. I mean, it dates all the way back to 1967 when Don Gregory got, got the win then, but it's, it is. It's, it is. It's one of those things where if you don't go to it, you may not completely appreciate it. Uh, the, the car count has gone down just a tad over the last few years, and, and that, may, uh, that, that might attribute to it a little bit as well in terms of not getting the feel. But I'm telling you, when, when you're there, it is nothing but, uh, I mean, it, it, it's, it's nothing but a sea of campers, a sea of people. There's contests going on. There's the, 
you know, the best campsite, the best dressed hillbilly. And I mean, it's, uh, it is truly an event. Um, and again, that dates all the way back to, back to, you know, when I was a kid and we would, we would go to Pennsboro uh, and we'd do the Route 50 shuffle. We'd go to Pennsboro during the day. We'd do I-79 that night. And then we'd come back to Pennsboro the next day. And it wasn't just the fans, all the haulers too, you know, and, and you probably remember that they'd all get up, they'd leave Pennsboro on Saturday they go to interstate that night and then they come back and, and run the hillbilly on Sunday. But it is, um, it, it really and truly is an event and a spectacle that everybody's got to see. Uh, I am obviously a Tyler County Homer. It was one of the very first tracks that I ever went to. And, and um, I'm very, very good friends with the Watson family down there, but I really and truly mean this, uh, that the hillbilly has got a phenomenal home at Tyler County. Uh, and, and that's, due to a lot of reasons it's it's the racing it's the track it's the dust it's the tradition it's the people <laughs> i think when you put all of those things together uh, the hillbilly 100 really and truly has a phenomenal home at tyler county speedway by all metrics brandon shepherd has had a down year but here we are rolling into labor day weekend they've got three races he has a 200 point lead and he's probably going to coast to the championship again what do we make of that as we head into September? I mean, he's got 12 wins, uh, 13, 13 wins now, I think. It's not like he's had a bad year, but by Shepard measures, not great. 200-point lead, doesn't matter. What do we make of that? <laughs> I I think if we would have figured this out by now, that we would have bottled it up and, sold it and, and sold it to Mark Richards yeah. and those guys, right? Like, I don't know. I. Look, here's the thing. Sheppy might be down on wins this year, okay? But but let's not sleep on the fact that uh, this team is really, not just this team, Brandon as a whole, even in the family car, he's been really consistent this summer. And I think that, I think a lot of people have kind of lost sight on that. So let me, let me kind of put this into perspective for the folks that are, that are watching or that are listening to this. Um, if you, from, from the dirt late model dream, okay? So from the dream up until this point, all right? Or after the dream until this point, if you throw I-80 out the window, um, he has 30 finishes of sixth place or better. Wow. 30. So, I mean, that, <laughs> that consistency doesn't just grow on trees, right? That is, that, that's pretty damn impressive. But, again, the wins might not be there that, that we're used to seeing. Um, and I know that those guys love to get wins, right? They, who doesn't like getting wins? But to, to have that kind of, of run, uh, is is impressive. And I'll take it one step further. I mentioned he's got 30 finishes of six or better. Again, when you throw I-80 out the window, um, I think he's only got one finish outside the top six, and that was one of the uh, prelim nights at Davenport this weekend where, where he was seventh, right? So, like, he, he's been there. The car maybe just hasn't been a victory lane uh, quite as much as what they're used to, but he's still there. It's still the very best team in all of racing. Uh, I, I firmly believe that. No disrespect to anyone else, but when they're on, they're on. Uh, and I do think he's going to be a contender, uh, not just this weekend with the Outlaws, but I think he'll be a contender at the World 100 in a couple, the World 100 in a couple weeks. Also, Derek's got a couple of questions for you, but one one more from me before we get to Suave. We talked a little Lucas, we talked a little Outlaws. Give the fans some other shows this weekend. I know you kind of smattered them through there a little bit, but pull out one or two other shows that if Dustin Jarrett was a race fan, he'd be going mm, this weekend, and he might head to himself. Yeah, well, I, I think it starts with uh, with right there in your backyard. I mean, the, the Mars race is this weekend at, at Farmer City Thursday and Friday, and then, of course, Fairbury on Saturday. Those are always just very, very well attended. Uh, this time of year, 
always very, very good racing. I think those, uh, those are ones that we're going to keep our eyes on. Um, how about Eldora on Sunday? I mean, it, it it's, uh, I hate to say this, Eldora is not, it is, it's not getting lost in the shuffle, right? We're going like, to talk, we're going to talk about that in a minute. We can flush that out okay. a little bit more. I have some Eldora thoughts I wanted to get with you about, um, but no, uh, okay. it, yeah, well, we'll I, have, I have some World 100 thoughts that I want to hash out with you here in a minute. But is there any other shows, or do you want to you, you want to let Suave go? Because I want to talk more about that. Yeah, no, and, and, and I meant not the World 100. I, I meant the I meant the ALMS race at, yeah. at Eldora this coming Sunday, right? Yeah. This 5,000 to win show that that draws just this super eclectic mix of drivers of guys that want to go in and, and tune up for Eldora. Uh, for the World 100, and, and it's literally one of those events where you really just don't know who's going to show up. I'll throw one more out there as well that I was talking to a driver last week. Again, he talked about the, the regional shows this time of year uh, that, that really mean a lot to them. Um, let's not sleep on the Yankee Dirt Classic this weekend at Farley as well, or 300 Raceway, right? I mean, you, you've got uh, you got the Malvern Bank and Hover Trucking Series in there, and, and it's uh, 3,000 to win on Friday, and I think 10,000 on Saturday. Um, that's still a really, really big deal in that area. Race, it's got a lot of history, a lot of prestige. It means a lot to the fans and drivers in that area. I think that one maybe maybe flies under the radar just a tad for folks outside of that region. But I think if you are outside that region, keep an eye on it. There's going to be a lot of really good cars there and some really good racing, too. All right, DJ, we know you travel a lot for racing. Uh, congrats. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> like I said earlier, to start the show off, unlimited funds. You got a private jet from Thursday to Sunday. Where are you going? You have to do pick one each day. Uh, oh, my oh my gosh. Uh, all right. Well, and luckily, I've got the DOD schedule right here in front of me, okay? so You'd probably uh, pick some race out in Gillette. And by the way, he could go till Monday here, right? There are races on Labor Day. So let's go Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then Five Tuesday, he's headed to Big E. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, this so unlimited funds and, and transportation aside, here's, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I am going to start at uh, Farmer City on Thursday. No disrespect to Cherokee, but I'm going to go to Farmer City. It's a rare opportunity for a Thursday show there. Um, after that, I'm going to head up to Tri-City, Michigan, because Tri-City puts on some really, really good shows, guys. That, that, that place just just spits out good racing. And I think, uh, I think that $6,000 win race at Tri-City up there in Auburn, Michigan on Friday would be a really good show. Saturday, I think I'd have to flip a coin. Uh, obviously, the 10000 to win at Fairbury is super attractive. Um, but I would do the Yankee Dirt Classic, uh, as, I, as I had just mentioned. Farley's been pretty good when it's been on lately. Um, and again, the Yankee Dirt Classic is just one of those kind of historic, prestigious events that I think everybody needs to get to. Uh, on Sunday, uh, I'm sorry, I gotta be the homer and pick the hillbilly at, at Tyler County. It is uh, absolutely one of my favorite events of, of the entire year. Again, it's it's everything. It's the event, it's the people, it's the track, it's the whole deal. And then uh, and and then on Monday, one of my favorite race tracks. I'm doing a little INCA racing. I'm going to watch the late models at Boone as they kick off the Super Nationals there. It what is one of my top five favorite tracks in the entire country that is probably the worst schedule no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great schedule i love tri-city that was a little uh surprise one that you picked that one but you know we got a little midwest flair in there a uh, few races and then obviously if you would have skipped the hillbilly i just would have laughed at you but uh i guess i was my next question was it might be a little bit what rigsby was saying so like growing up labor day weekend people went to fairbury and then that following night or 
early that Sunday morning. They would head out to Eldora. Obviously, Eldora starting early, like two days, three days later after their big race on Sunday. Has the World 100, does it seem like in your eyes, like lost like it's, I wouldn't say mojo, but has it, have, are people talking about it enough considering it's the 50th World 100? See, I think they are. I, I okay, really good. Me too. I'm different. starting to think more and more steam's coming up. Yeah, and, and I mean, I look, I mean, to, to again, kind of bring this full circle to what we were just talking about in all of my travels and, and everything, I get a ton of people that, that ask me about Eldora and, and ask me about the events there and, and everything, Tony and all that kind of stuff. But I, I really and truly, I mean, even this weekend, um, three, four, five times uh, a night, um, I had people asking about Eldora, about the World 100s, about, you know, how many people are going to be there, how many cars, who's going to win, the whole thing. So, it is a hundred percent on on everybody's radar, and and I don't know, maybe maybe this is one of those things, D, where where I don't want to say that it gets locked on us a little bit because I don't think that's the right word, but we we cover so many races, right? And and all of us are look, we're enamored in stuff from now clear up, and we're starting to work on stuff for for the early part of 2022 already behind the scenes. And and so maybe that's a little bit of it internally as well. I can tell you from my experiences, though, externally outside of us, it is 100% on people's radars. It's something everybody's talking about, and I don't think that the World 100s can get here soon enough. I have a couple of World 100 questions, but I want to start with something first. Like you said, DJ, this is kind of the last weekend of summer, right? Labor Day universally sort of recognized. Yes, technically it's September 21st, but summer's kind of over when Labor Day's over. I get the sense, given the tire issues that Hoosier has, and we just saw I-80 cancel an event for it, given all this other stuff that's been going on, I get the sense late model racing as a whole is ready to be done with the summer. Would you agree with me? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that they're probably ready to be done with it, but I mean, it's not going to happen, right? <laughs> like there's, there's so much stuff. There's more stuff happening in the fall this year than we have ever seen. You know, uh, our very own Castrol Flow Racing Night in America is starting back up just a couple of days after the World 100. You know, we, we get, uh, we get kicked back off at Fairbury on that Tuesday. So You've got that. We've got that coming up. We've got five races, five midweek races coming up. Let that sink in for a second. Five midweek shows coming up in in September, in October. So you add that in to double World 100s, the the 51st and the 50th World 100. Um, You've got the Knoxville Late Model Nationals. We've got this huge Peach State Classic. I think this event's going to be big, guys. This $50,000 to win show coming up the second week uh, of November at Sonoya. Um, that is a hell of a lot of racing coming up in the fall. So um, people might be ready for late model racing to be done and, and, and the, you know, kind of some of the summer struggles to be over with. Um, in all reality, I think it's just kind of getting in gear in a way. Yeah, we, we've just gone through all these, you know, big money races or we're kind of towards the end of these big money races. But, I mean, if we're being really, really honest with ourselves and the people out there, um, there's still a lot of really, really big races still to come, too. All right. Well, sorry, Derek. Summer will continue until November, if you heard him. Hey, All the way through the know, I'm more Classic. Of a, I have November. a beast bod, so I'm more of the summer guy, you know, <laughs> hanging out. But, yeah, it, just right. like DJ said, I don't. it's like a can of worms. It's never going to end. Yeah, we just <laughs> race here. DJ, I, that's it. We will talk plenty of World 100 when we record that tomorrow on the video, video cast. I will speak with you then. It was excellent insight as always, buddy. Thank you, okay? Hey, absolutely, man. Thank you. 
right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and I'm back on the other side with an updated wins draft in the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. Back quickly after this. Established in 1983, FK Rod has been the industry leader for both midget and micro racing. Family-owned and operated, we take pride in our products and our name because we know you value yours. Visit our website, www.fkrodends.com, to find out how you can join our winning team. FK Rodends. To beat the best, you got to use the best. Because McCarty wouldn't dance uh, for you a little bit, I would like to do sort of an impression of how McCarty was dancing a lot. If you could put me, can you put me on camera? You so, have no is, idea is, how to dance at all. I, listen, McCarty does. I am, McCarty can move. There is no doubt. Hey, am I hips great, don't lie. Am I a great dancer? No, I'm not the worst dancer you've ever seen. Uh, no. Oh wow. <laughs> really? <don't> so. <laughs> Come on. Saying storm yell and turn was the best. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, so it was a lot of McCarty was doing a lot of a lot of this move. Yeah, that's a lot of Amber, Amber continuously said she was a little uncomfortable by my air humping. You know what? I'm just going to do this because I have a video from it. <laughs> I'm just going to show. This is a video of McParty, as we like to call him. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this move. There's my wife, Amber, behind him. What on earth is that? <laughs> There's me in the background drinking beer. Oh, man. <laughs> That's Look good at moves. McParty. Yeah. Oh, man. He was. I love how he, he has a beautiful fiance. So she's s- not there. So yeah, she had to I love how you text Lauren like your, your fiance is just all in on the dance floor. He's, like, she doesn't know that. Well, you know, I thought I'd reiterate it, right, <laughs> that you were all in. Uh, we will have uh, Todd on our media roundtable. That, that's no more dancing discussion, no more McCarty grinding and whatever this was that he was doing. Uh, but I want to show something. I love this. I said, Todd, I always just think uh, on our own Todd Turner about all these road trips that he's made over the years, you know, and on, especially on Labor Day weekend, I think about him crisscrossing the country. So I said, Todd, just throw a full screen together of your favorite Labor Day weekend memories. Here are Todd Turner's four that he picked. This first one literally made me laugh. Derek, you will love this first one. Mistakingly having two female friends join me at the 92 Hillbilly 100. Peaky? When they hung on to small tree trunks to avoid sliding down the Pennsboro hillside, not to mention the subpar bathroom facilities. Derek, would you ever take... Have you ever mistakenly had two girls at the same race? Uh, no. Okay. But that sounds like a Peaky Blinders moment uh, yeah, for Todd. You know, that's a whole other Todd with two ladies story that we'll yeah. get into some other time. <laughs> uh, second one, Pierce's hot streak, and I vividly remember this. Three straight five-figure paydays for Bobby, or Bob, Bobby, Bob Pierce in 1999, two on Labor Day weekend at Joliet and Fairbury's Prairie Dirt Classic. Uh, Derek, do you remember that, 99? Oh, yeah, I was at both those races. I remember uh, I probably even said hi to Todd. I was a little (laughs) 10-year-old little boy. No, but I do remember that weekend. Bob Pierce was always phenomenal during the PDC weekend. Yeah, I think he's 
tie for the most wins during that race. So, yeah, he's always up there. How about in 2001, Todd covered races at Kankakee, Fairbury, Hobstadt, and then drove all the way from Hobstadt, Indiana, and concluded at the Hillbilly 100 at Tyler County back in 2001. Uh, it is a haul from Hobstadt to Tyler County, Suave. Oh, yeah. Those uh, first three are pretty close relatively in uh – but, I mean, Todd was just a beast, but workhorse back <laughs> He's then. still a workhorse. Yes, he is a workhorse. Like, he just has great travel stories. But, yeah, that's a pretty wild one for a Labor Day week. And I think only Dustin Jarrett would be the other guy that would do that same trip. And finally, the one that I, I should have known he was going to put on there. In 2007, holiday weekend, we busily gathered race stories and photos from around the country for the unveiling of DirtOnDirt.com just a few short days later. That has been 14 years ago. This weekend, Derek, I turned 40. I'm 39 still. I turned 40. I was 25. We're talking about Huddy. He was six years old. Oh, God. Almost seven. That is insane. It is. It is insane (laughs) to think about. So how old? You were how old in 2007, Derek? I was a senior in high school, so 18. Beautiful. In 2007, you were 18. And McCarty, how old were you? Uh, I would have been 15. Oh, wow. You have been 16. (laughs) I don't know. You're a young pup. Well, anyway, yeah, might have just it, turned six. He didn't hit puberty yet. It's we'll hard to believe that. it's been 14, uh, 14 long years since we started this website. Todd, thank you for those. And the double girl, Suave. Todd, one-ups you again. <laughs> international two, playboy. Two chicks at one track. Uh, speaking of, of, of two chicks at one track, do you think Kevin Kovacs ever had that? Oh, no. He found the love of his life early <laughs> in his career, and I, he better not. He, joining, I'm looking at him right now. You better not have Joining Kovac. me now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline is the one, the only Kevin Kovac for the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. Kovac, before we get to your notes, have you ever had two girls at the track at one time? <laughs> I can't match Todd Turner. The, the, he is an international playboy, isn't he? Jeez. <laughs> and it, I, I'm still in shock that he would bring one girl to Pennsboro, let alone two. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my God. I'm coughing. I'm what laughing. He was really... He was really living on the edge back then, uh, wasn't he? Those are, I think we should just end the notes section there, Kevin. Perfect but I'm notes. sure you have some. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give us some. I think you're at Port Royal this past weekend, so just give us some thoughts if you could. Well, yeah, it's a pretty hot, tough to top that as a note right there. That's a good <laughs> one. But, yeah. well, and I was at Port Royal. I, I'm in the pit area, and I see a you know, Lucas Oil Series race di- uh, series director, uh, Rich Schwally, in the pits, and, and he's wearing uh, you know Nomex fire, fireproof uniform, and I said, hey, nice uniform, but he's really branching out this year. You don't just – Rick Schwally's just not up in the tower anymore. He's – you know, I, I know he's talked about how he's they're cross-training uh, all the people, and, and that includes him. He's just not being the race director and, and handling stuff from the tower. I mean, he's – you know, at Port Royal, he was basically on the four-wheeler, lining up cars on the racetrack, um, checking stuff out over there. And I'm like, man, what, what else is there for you to do, Rick? And he's like, oh, I haven't flagged yet. So I don't, you know, I'm like, yeah, maybe he'll get in the flag stand or something. But I suggested that maybe he should do the PR store because he has a couple of weeks ago at Topless, he, he went back to taking pictures because Heath wasn't Heath Lawson wasn't able to be there. So Rick actually took the pictures that weekend, like it brought back his old photography days. And I said, maybe you should just do the press release for James one one of these weeks. And he's like, no, that is one thing I will not do. <laughs> so we know one thing that Rick Swally won't do, I guess. Um, also, uh, at the at, at Port Royal were Dean, Donald and Gina Bradshaw, who are uh, the, Tim McCready's car owners from down North Carolina. They made the trip up, and apparently, I mean, I think I think those two they they really liked Pennsylvania. Now, of course, they got to be in Victory Lane. It was it was a very worthwhile trip because Timmy won on Friday night, so they got to pose with him and 
and, and hang out with them with a lot of the people that, you know, kind of McCready's Northeast people where a lot of them were there. And so, um, but Donald, uh, he mentioned like, man, this is a beautiful country up here. I mean, I love the mountains and stuff. I might buy property up here. <laughs> he said, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll have a, like a secondary shop. McCready would probably love that. Have a, have a race shop in Pennsylvania or something. No, but um, let's not go that far, but he did. I, I thought it was pretty neat how Dean, Donald and Gina, Gina both uh, mentioned that they really, really loved the, uh, the area up there and, and making the drive up. And um, well, one guy was missing from the first two nights at, uh, at Port Royal was Mason Ziegler. Uh, and it kind of learned here that he had a little bit of a tragedy there in the family a couple weeks ago as his, his older brother, Freddie passed away. Um, so we sent condolences out to, to the Zig Mason and his, and his whole family uh, for, for losing his brother. Um, he was going to race on Saturday uh, Haller was there. Uh, and his uh, one crewman, Buck, was there, who was going to be actually uh, have, would have been working on Saturday if it hadn't been rained out with a bad, with a bum right foot. He uh, he sort of uh, broke a bone in his foot, turned his ankle, uh, so he was on crutches. And uh, so, if you if you do see Buck, I think he'll, you should definitely hope they'll be running some races this weekend in Pennsylvania. Most likely, they'll be at Eldora too for the World 100. Ask him how he did it because there's all kinds of stories about it. <laughs> it I, I, I know it, it did happen in his bathroom. So, oh my! But, you know, you want to, you might, you might want to just check on that and see. Exactly he might have been hanging out he, with uh, with McParty over here at the wedding this weekend. <laughs> his knees were hurting from dancing so much, Kovac. Yeah. So, I know exactly. All, all I know is everybody was like throwing all kinds of, you know, uh, uh, scenarios out there at him, and he's like, "Oh man, uh, poor Buck there. They're really." Uh, they were really uh, busting his balls a little bit. But um, and only one other thing I have is, how about Devin Moran? Yeah. Let's go over to Davenport with his 30,000 win. I'm sure you talked about him a little bit, but did you note that he has nine uh, nine wins this year already of five figures? That's more than he had in his whole career combined. Wow. You know, up to this year. So I'm just looking at it. His most he had in his season was four back in 18. Uh, so and it's $154,004 he's won in first place prize money. I think that uh, he's had he's that's one driver who's really uh, stepped it up this year when you when you look at stats like that. Kovac, excellent stuff as always, and uh, maybe Donald Bradshaw will have a little like uh, above the garage, a little nook that you can stay in there at his new property by Port Royal. Maybe you get lucky there. Maybe. Yeah, made perfect. Then I won't have to. Uh, you know, it makes it easier when I go to the Central Pennsylvania area. Though. You don't have to make a late night drive home. That'd be good. Kovac, we'll talk to you tomorrow for the World One Hundred. Okay. Okay, we will. Thanks. See you later. We will have full coverage of the entire Labor Day weekend slate. I was going to have you throw that back up there, but DMAC, instead of doing that, let's take a look at that wins draft update (sighs) first, okay? This is where our wins draft is. Now, if you had gone Devin Moran over Zach Dome, what is the difference in victories there? Uh, I think I have 44, right? Is that right? Because you'd have... uh, (laughs) You stink! It'd be 45, 43. Suave's still on top, but I, I, I think... I mean, look at the consistency with my three guys, okay. right? Okay, Bobby's 13, winning three this weekend. 15, 15. I, I think we can all agree that I am most likely Bobby to win Bobby could sweep this. all this weekend. Oh, Rusty could, Rusty could rattle off you four can only, this weekend. You can only run Attica and Michigan track so much longer. I mean, it's going to be done here. He'll go down to Mississippi and start picking wins up. Max Blair, you know, is going to win races. McCarty, if we all agree that you're out, who's going to win this, me or Derek? JD Man, has 85 not, races left. This is not close. It's Rusty and Max and Sheppy's didn't even Sheppy hasn't even been good yet. 
either as yeah. peers. It's so hard to tell. It's not hard to tell. I, it's me. If Sheppy can get the 20 wins and you win the win draft, then personally I'll be happy. Okay. There you go. Yeah, okay. Don't spin it that way. Anyway, <laughs> that is the most updated look at our wins Let's draft. Let's look at wins draft 40, this year for football. 45, 43, and 37. Uh, also, don't forget, we are only one week out, just one week from the most important race, in my opinion, in Eldora Speedway history, the World 100. You can watch it all live, all four nights, both Globe trophies that will be handed out on Thursday and Saturday, all four nights live right here at Flow Racing. Derek is Overton, Kyle Larson, and JD, three of the favorites to tackle and conquer. Uh, Kyle will only run the first one, of course, but both those guys, favorites to, to conquer the entire weekend, Derek, is the 50th and 51st World 100s are coming up yeah. next week. Yawn. Larson, front and center, dang there all week. No, but here's my bold prediction. Two times during the World 100 weekend, the 50-50 will be over 100 grand. Oh. Because Friday's already starting at... 40 yeah it's high 30 to 40 that'll go over and i think saturday they're just gonna like keep egging it on i because it got to 80 yeah it got to 80 i think yeah. it get to four i can think we get to 100,000 two nights wow, in a row that would be an come on late model fans start buying them incredible feat. that's my bold uh, prediction that's that is your one world 100 thought and don't forget 72 hours after the world 100 is over Castrol Flow Racing Night Balls. in America returns at America's Dirt Track right here in our backyard, Fairbury Speedway, which I may or may not have involvement with. Tyler Herb did not confirm that. He didn't confirm it. Uh, <laughs> on, on the podcast with Suave, the Tuesday after uh, Eldora, Fairbury Speedway for $15,000 to win as Castrol's Flow Racing Night in America returns. And Derek, don't forget, one week after that, after Knoxville, we're at Farmer City. FCR. So, so Farmer City and Fairbury, a lot of big racing coming up in the next couple of weeks. Dustin Jarrett, thank you so much to him. Thank you to Kevin Kovac. I think we put an excellent preview on Labor Day weekend. So that will do it for this week. Our World 100 preview stuff is about to hit the floodgates. The road to Eldora continues. The Jimmy Owen stuff's going up on the website today. And then an incredible piece, Derek, conquering the world that we shot at Fairbury with J.D., Overton and Larson. Check out this Conquering the World piece. It is awesome. A profile on all three drivers. We will be back Sunday afternoon. Our World 100 preview piece will drop. So until then, for DMAC, Dustin McCarty, or Dustin McParty, as I like to call him, after watching his dance moves, Derek <laughs> Kessinger, I'm Michael Rigsby. We'll be back. Tons of World 100 content coming up, and, and enjoy Labor Day weekend, guys.